Hello and welcome to the second of this week's episodes uh, of Who's He with me, Phil. And me, Paul. Um, I'm not going to say the Doctor Who podcast this time because it's not, because this is the Torchwood one. Yeah. So, for yes, for the last time indeed, for the last time. Um, whether we're glad about that or not, we shall see. <laughs> we shall see. So, um, shall we just sort of crack on with the, with the news? Because I suspect we've got probably plenty to talk about with Torchwood, haven't we? Yes. Yes, indeed. So, um, just a couple of... Uh, news items really and really that was the the first one really is the overnight viewing figures uh, for the final episode The Bloodline Um, it achieved an average audience of 3.9 million viewers right so that was up it was up it was up up, yeah about that Um, so which we (laughs) 400,000 very confused people yes indeed the people who probably watched the first two episodes and then tune into the last one, like, hang on a minute, they only just got to this now. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, but it was um, it was the ninth most watched program of the day, right. which isn't bad. Um, not bad. No, um, and it apparently was up against Billy Connolly's Route sixty six, which had um, five point four million viewers, and it won the time slot. Yeah, so. I saw that actually, and I was thinking to myself, oh, it's typical of this. Because I probably would have watched that and watched that myself, and I might have watched that myself, actually. Yeah, Had yeah. it not been. I do like, quite I'd enjoy those Billy Connolly um, travel log things he does. Yeah. As well, I was feeling you... there was something else on as well that I might have watched, and I thought, oh, that's three programmes at nine o'clock I'd have watched, and I can't think, I can't think what the third one was now, so no. obviously wasn't that bothered to miss it. Obviously not. <laughs> well, Ed, um, actually, I've got the, the viewing figures here. Um, for all of the episodes of Torchwood, yeah, and, and the, it's the the final figures up to um, episode eight because the um, final viewing figures for uh, the Gathering and the Bloodline um, aren't available to the nineteenth of September and the twenty sixth of September, respectively. <laughs> Unavailable to the public. Yes. <laughs> so basically, you have to wait twenty years till they. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Held in Admiralty Arch or somewhere for the time, or <laughs> wherever the hell they're held. Um, <laughs> you have to meet your mate in the underground car park again, aren't you? To get... Oh, indeed. He's no friend. It's a shady character. <laughs> okay, so uh, the first episode, the final viewing figures were 6.59 million. Uh, episode two was 5.75 million. So you can see the like the drop off. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's going to happen, isn't it? It People was. You actually don't realise what Torchwood is. Yeah. <laughs> going, oh, it's science fiction. <laughs> well, well, what's that about? Yeah. Um, where to go to? Episode 3, 5.49. Episode 4, 5.19. Episode 5, 5.17. And there's a big drop-off now. Um, time you get to um, episode... Uh, well, in episode 5, it drops down to... Um, Four point four eight million. Hmm. Sorry, four point six million. Sorry, six million. Um, so by the time you get to um, end of the road, episode eight, it's dropped down to four point six four. So um, actually, that was the slight increase on the previous week. So it's, it was slightly climbing again towards the end, but there was a bit of a sharp drop off in the middle. Funnily enough, yeah. on, on the episode called the Middlemen. So. <laughs> I suppose that that's happened. You're going to have a a lot of people are going to watch the first episode. Yeah. 
you're going to get a natural drop off from that. Then you'll have probably another people who say, oh, I'll give it another go. And yeah. then eventually you'll get to a stage where you are just going to have the people that are there for the long haul now. Yeah, that's right. So I'm not entirely sure I read those uh, figures out right, actually. I think I've sort of lost... I'm trying to read these all, this, my scribblings, and it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a mess, but oh, you get the idea. Who cares anyway? Um, I was say, I'm trying to read the auto cue. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone a bit high tech. Get get up to my agent. So it's best with my auto cue. <laughs> Give me my that producer. Person shouting in your ear that's putting you off, isn't it? <laughs> Director shouting. It's, in the, your it's ear. the producer of the show. Turning to Ronnie Corbett now. <laughs> like the producer said to me, you know. <laughs> Oh, let's have some more news. Uh, final bit of news for this week is there. Strange, thinking about it, this not giving away what we're saying. <laughs> this torchwood is a bit like Ronnie Corbett thing, isn't it? Starts off and then it goes rambling on somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, back back to the blessing. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, we're, we're both sitting in Pringle golfing jumpers. <laughs> Oh, let's finish off this news and we can get on and talk about Torchwood. Um, yes. Sarah Jane Adventures, it's been given its um, air date on CBBC. It looks like they're doing the same thing they've, um, they did last year, which was um, airing episodes back-to-back. Um, so it airs on CBBC on Monday the 3rd of October and Tuesday the 4th of October, um, which is the opening story called entitled Sky, written by Phil Ford. Um, the exact time when it's going to be on hasn't been announced yet, but I'm, I think what I can remember rightly, it was sort of 4pm, I think, on CBBC, then shortly followed, I can't it was later in the week, I can't it was on the same day or later in the week, on BBC One, I think you'll find. Right. So well, um, That sort of n- naturally follows on from the end of Doctor- this current series of... Exactly, series, it, really? yeah, so it sort of gives you a little bit, um, a little bit more to look forward we- to. Pretty much how we expected who to follow on from Torchwood, and that didn't happen, did it? And that didn't happen. No, no it didn't, unfortunately. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite intrigued to see how they are going to wrap this up. Yeah, I really am. Um, obviously, it's going to be a bit of a, a, a bittersweet series, this one. But uh, hmm. yeah, it's, I was sort of looking forward to. It. Um, also, also at the time we were recording as well, we they um, the screen of the first two episodes. Um, happened on Friday at the uh, BFI IMAX, um, which apparently was a, a very, from what I've read on Twitter, it was it was a very good um, a very good evening, hmm. and again a bit of a bittersweet evening as well, as as one would expect. Yeah, yeah one would yeah. expect. So uh, yeah, there we go. So I haven't uh, I haven't got any more news for this particular. Have you got anything? To, uh, any weird? Okay. No weird things. No, nothing weird. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. So, with that then, that was the news. Right, okay. I think it's time we talk Torchwood, don't you, Paul? Yes. Yes. I know you've been itching to. Oh, yes, I am certainly itching to. Um, Well, obviously, as you all know, it was the last episode. Um, So it's uh, The Bloodline. Um, And you had the little firework display afterwards and everything. Yeah, I put the bunting out and everything. Yes, I did. Um, and as you can probably tell from that um, little little exchange there, um, I, I'm just glad it's over. 
I really I just glad it's over. I just thought it was absolute. I, I wish I could swear on this podcast, but it, it was absolute rubbish. I'm sorry. Um, I just didn't like it at all. And your view is, Paul? <laughs> My view is actually, I, I, it was okay. I mean, I don't. Um, I just think the expectation on it was just too, too high after. Um, Children of Earth, really. Yeah, it, it was, and I, th- I think if I, this had I've... come out first, mm. so to speak, anybody yeah. who sees this and hasn't seen Children of Earth will probably enjoy it more than perhaps. Well, it, yeah, because if they were fans of ser- series one and two and not seen Children yeah. of Earth, they probably would have fitted into this uh, the category of liking Miracle Day very easily. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it's just the fact, and then would have been really impressed by Children of Earth. Oh god, yeah. Um, um, but but again, it just it just proves to me that they should have left it at Children of Earth. That's that's how good Children of Earth is for me, anyway. They should just left it there. But there was no way they were going to top that. Yeah, and I, and I know they haven't tried with this series. They tried to do something different, but they've just well. Let's review this episode. Yeah, but yeah, let's, let's let's talk about this episode and then. Um, and I think we probably have to go into the series because I don't think we're going to do a special podcast to reduce no, the series. No, no, no. <laughs> I I've wasted enough of my life on this on this <laughs> program. So, <laughs> okay. Well, um, it's, it's it's usually me that that starts things off. So, what what, what did you think of it, Paul? Let's just, um, let, let, let's get the happier side of this review, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think they reasonably tidied up as well as they could mm. in terms of the ideas and it got what what they couldn't tie up. They just sort of said nobody knows in the program. I oh, know that is such a that that annoyed me. I, I actually and they they sort well, of started to point out the uh, the bits that they knew people would come back to and say, well, actually, I think you'll find that that's not there, as in. Oh, these these are the two poles. Oh, they might be about a hundred miles apart, but the Earth. Yeah, I just... just in case someone was going to come back and say, actually, if you work it out, no. These. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't mind the fact that they don't have to, to explain everything. No. Um, and there's nothing wrong with leaving a little something up to the you know to the viewer's imagination. Um, but um, it was just the whole thing about the about about the blessing. Um, and it said it, it was. It worked. Nobody knew how it worked or what it was. It was just there. Um, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, but all they knew is that the the morphic field that it generated it, it bound the human race together in its sort of mortality. Yeah. That that was it, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but then they said, well, obviously, when they introduced um, Jack's blood at either pole. Yeah. Um, it then changed that morphic field, so it was the, it was sort of acting like, as I say, it was a kindness to it. You made everybody immortal. I think that's what they sort of said. Um, yeah. So basically, they changed the genetic template of the human race. Now, to me, that sounds very similar to what the master did to the human race in the end of time. Uh, he made everyone his yeah. own. Basically, it's the same thing again, isn't it? Really, changing the genetic template of the entire human race. So, RTD reusing ideas there, as far as, far as I can see, anyway. Um, and there was also mention of Silurians and Huon particles and the Ragnos and yeah. Um, 
But that, but that was Jack's attempt at an explanation. Even that was just, oh, I don't really know. Yeah. But actually, yeah. I quite liked it for that, really. I think that was quite... Yeah. Um... If, you, if you got too much into it, it would just been... It's supposed to be, you know, these people people just don't know. And that's... that's I'm quite happy with that in science fiction, to the, be honest. Yeah, it's, I think the only... I think the only don't thing... need to, to try and back it up with facts. <laughs> well, I think the only thing that sort of, for me, that sort of made that a cop-out was the fact that you, we've had ten episodes yeah. of more or less hardly any information as to what is going on. Going on, yeah. And then you get to the final episode and you're expecting lots of exposition um, and then you don't really get any. No. I mean, you just did come away thinking, actually, there's there's a lot that could have been cut from this. Yeah. And, and, I, and I've seen other people saying it would have, if they had to have a, a uh, we said this before anyway, if there was, a, if, if they had to have a, a 10 um, episode block, they could have done two five part stories. Yeah. They could have quite have easily fitted this story into, into five parts. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, cause there's, there's certain ones that I could have just cut. Episode two, obviously, could have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think now. Pro- probably the episodes you needed was probably one. The one that's basically the Jack flashback to 1928. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think what else was def- then probably the one in the in the camps. Which could have been one in the camps rather than effectively yeah. a two-parter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then this is the final one, really. Yeah. And the I'm... rest, the other the other six episodes could have been amalgamated into another episode. Oh, completely agree. And that, completely and agree. And that would have been that. It, it was, it, it was I just... Think it was... There, was, there was enough otherwise to... No, there wasn't. It was... Actually, the, 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 the actual idea was was good, it's just the fact I, they, they try to pad it out too much. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. back to this. I like this episode. I think this episode worked <laughs> and worked in a in a reasonably good timing of it. Enough happened at enough points in it. Well, there was there was a lot. I mean, okay, I know we're talking about like a a, a crack in the in the center of the earth that can change the human race from mortal to immortal. But there were just so many. Things in this episode, I just thought, oh, I just thought, oh, come on, you know. Um, it, one was the when exactly did or how did um, Esther and Rex manage to swap all his blood for Jack's? Yeah. Because um, before that, not only sort of like the actual time thing as well, just sort of squeezing it into his arm, which they appeared to be doing. Um, it's just the whole fact of. They didn't know the significance at of, that stage. At that the, stage, and even yeah. when, and even when he was going through all that, just for what could have been no reason at all. Yeah, um, and it wasn't only that; it was the fact that you had the episode before where you had Esther um, bottling Jack's blood. Yeah, and at that time, all the time Jack was saying, "There is nothing special about my blood; my it blood. does not work that way." Yeah. Um, and actually, and as to why, I mean, having said I'm not like, I like if you, if we, now we're getting into the nitpicking of it. <laughs> it doesn't take long, does it? <laughs> they seem to have had a bottle or so of his blood originally from 1928. Yeah. Which they used at both ends to cause the miracle. 
Yet they needed several bags of it now yeah, t- to two, reverse it. Yeah, basically, yeah, two um, human bodies There wouldn't have been worth. much more blood originally put into it to, to create the medical, medical miracle hmm. than there was in actually when they both pricked their fingers. Oh, no. To show that the blood flow in. I, it's, as I say, there's the continuity in it is awful. Um, yeah. And it's just, there's other little things as well. If you go back to the episode The Middlemen, and you had the um, that sort of private investigator that Ernie Hudson hired to go and look at this facility in Shanghai. Um, he walked out and committed suicide. Yeah. Um, but you appear to have plenty of people just wandering around completely unaffected. Well, I suppose what they say is it affects some people more than others. So the ones that you can see, the guards that they they've got there, are the ones that have not been affected by it. I mean, I thought the, be- the, the actual yeah. best thing about it was actually the thing about turning around and saying about Oswald Danes and you've put the... You've strapped, strapped, made him a human bomb and then showed him his soul. Yeah. Which actually was the, the logical bit on that. And they sort of just about got away of it with actually the... Yeah, well, it, again, it... But the whole, actually, you sort of let me on to Oswald Danes now. Um, he, he's there was absolutely no point to his character whatsoever at the end. No, the, other abs- than he was expendable. Other than yeah. to give them an expendable character, to, you yeah. wouldn't be bothered about dying at the end. Um, and it's other than that- actually, actually, his performance and his lines at the end were the, some of the best. I think. Yeah. So all, yeah, all the um, all the bad girls go to hell. Yeah. And what I say, keep running, keep running, because he's on his way again. Yeah. Um, that and actually, when when she um, when he he says to Gwen, "You're going to kill all your your friends yeah. by doing this." It, it was like the what a girl sort of. Yeah, so you're magnificent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, but I don't know. It, okay, you got some good lines, but if you want. I mean, this just proves what's all that was wrong with, um, for me, you know, what was wrong with, with Miracle Day um, was the fact that you've made a murdering paedophile the person that saves the day. And even at the end, he, there was no redemption for him at all. It wasn't as if he was no. doing the, the, you know, anything particularly heroic, was it really? No. I think he just knew, well, it's either that or I'm back to the electric chair again. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm dead anyway, so I'm yeah. someone with me. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, that was... I mean, that, actually, I mean, the whole... Um, him and... Julie Kitsinger. 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 Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Kitsinger. Kitsinger. Is, yeah. is, was actually, at the end, you think, well... What exactly did Eve? Well, what exactly did she bring to it? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, There's nothing that she was particularly doing that was 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 her alone could have done. Was there? Well, no, and that, and that was really. Why did they need her? I mean, she was standing there, just seemed to be recording everything. I know, and it was just there. I mean, her reason for being employed by the families was done in exposition. Yeah. Last week, um, there there was no. Nothing for the viewer to actually see why the families were so interested in her, because as yeah. we as we've already discussed, she didn't do anything of note whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and how the hell did she survive the explosion then without a scratch on her? 
I don't know. I mean, you, you... there was a massive fireball all around her, and she got out without a yeah. scratch. And if anyone tries to say, "Well, it was a little bit of a, a remnant of the um, of the blessing," well, no, that that had finished by that. The miracle was over by that point. Yeah. So you know, um, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't make a lot of sense. Um, now the other thing as well that they um, a they they killed off John Delancey as well. And you'll never forgive. Them. I'll, ne- I'll never forgive him for that. And let- making Rex immortal, but I'll, I'll come on to that later. Because um, he was just like, the best thing in it, and he was in it far too late. Yeah, John Delancey, he really was. Um, but they also killed off Esther. Yeah. Um, who well, did- you knew they were sort of going to kill off. It was going to be one or the other, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, As they tend to. But I mean, the only fact was that actually Rex did survive. It was more the yeah. The shock to it, wasn't it? Actually, not that they killed off Esther. Well, it's the other thing. They, they shot Esther, but why to stop, basically stop Rex? Yeah. Um, letting loose his, his bodily contents into the arse crack yeah. of doom. Um, but why didn't they just do the same in Shanghai with Gwen? To, to make give Jack something to think about before he did it. Because there was an awful, um, there was an awful lot of standing around and posturing. Yeah, I suspect that she just wasn't that uh, calculating. I think actually the character, the bloke in Bonazaire, is actually yeah. come across quite well as quite sinister. Mm. And I thought that actually was the. So this is this thing to do. And again, this is another problem with it. They, they, you should have and had a protagonist like that all the way through. As if they, sh- they shot Gwen, that Oswald Danes had just panic and press the button anyway there. Could have done. So, um, well, that, that would have finished off it been, it wasn't just, Perhaps if it had just been Jack and Gwen, mm. that may have been the course of action that had taken place in Shanghai. But because it, Oswald Danes was there with the bomb, if they shot Gwen, they, you might think, well, I'm next. They're just going to shoot me next, and I might as well take them all with me now. Yeah. Well, I suppose so. I suppose so. But it's it just the fact, I just... I, it, it, I just find the whole thing just disappointing, really. I think that that's probably how I, I really feel. It, it was, uh, as I say, a great premise, but... Yeah, I, it, after it, that. it's just... Yeah, there's bits of it. I mean, I, I, like I say, I don't mind. It was, there, well, there was... More given to characters than needed to be given to characters in padding it out, really. Mm. Um, you know, you didn't necessarily need the whole Oswald Danes story. No, it was entirely in there superfluous, the really. Yeah, you could have anyone at the end, couldn't you? Yeah, or if you just wanted him at the end, you, that he just got caught up in it at the end mm. again. You didn't need the whole almost episode of him when he was giving the speech and all that. Mm. That wasn't necessary. No, it's, no that's right. It, and the other thing, I, um, now maybe you can refresh my memory, I don't seem to remember any payoff to the technology found under old Angelo's bed that was cancelling out the morphine. There was no payoff to that, was there? No, because Jack took the, um, whatever it was, the alpha panel 
or whatever it was. Whatever the hell it was. Yeah, but there was there was sort of so, so he, he said, "Oh, we're going we're to take that." We're, this after that. Yeah, but he said we're going to take this back to Langley. There was no sort of there was nothing about the CIA trying to bring it back to life, or it was just forgotten about. Uh, yeah, I think you just had to read into that that once. Jack had got away with the Alpha panel. That was it. Because that was also happened in the two months, two months later. later. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, oh, I don't um, know. Now, this brings uh, obviously um, can't go without mentioning that. Obviously, we already have mentioned that Rex is now immortal. Yeah. Um, now, as far as I can see, they're just ignoring what's already been established with the character of Jack. Is that he is a fixed point in time? Yeah. Um, basically, saved by the time vortex in um, the Partner of the Ways. So when when Rose took it, she basically it was it was a mixture yeah. of her and the time vortex that brought Jack back to life. But um, and as he kept saying all the way through, it is nothing to do with his blood. Yeah. So how I mean, the fact how, is, yeah, the fact is they then just totally ignored that. Yeah. Um, Made it all to do with his blood. Yeah. Now, it's either that or they're saying that the blessing is more powerful than the time vortex. It's more powerful than time itself. Because if that's the reason why uh, Rex is now immortal, rather than Jack's blood. Because let's face it, there was none of Jack's blood left in him. No. Well, actually, at that point, he should have died... They shouldn't have been able to have saved him in Buenos Aires. Mm. If he was going to become a mortal, it should have happened there. Yeah, and not because because the whole thing is it reverses. You, but it, well, it reverses. Yeah, but it reverses you back to your previous state. So anyone who was mortal becomes immortal, and then when it's reversed, but you're back yeah. to be mortal again. Well, I don't. Maybe it's because Rex was immortal during. When he was pierced with the thing, and then when he took Jack's blood, he was mortal. So the the breast was just making turn him back to being immortal again. That because the blood had come from the mortal blood had come from him. The blessing was confused. Yeah, that's the only thing I can. And, but took, I, and took Jack as the yeah as its template uh, with him. Yeah. But like I say, then it should have happened in Buenos Aires rather than so at the funeral blood. Yeah. It should have happened there. Because well, that's, that's one of the things I was going to say. Why, you know, did he do the, the bursting back to life in, the, in, a, in a Jack style E at the funeral? Yeah. Um, and not? And not in Buenos Aires. Yeah. Or maybe he did. We don't know. No, no. Well, no, I say no, but he still had his the wound that cleared up. That's right. He still had when his... When he ripped um, his shirt open, he had his original wounds. He still, did. You're it? right. Should have been, yes, he did. Which should have been healed the first time he'd come back to life before. Yeah. Um, so, no. So, yeah, so you'd wonder how yeah. they managed to save him, but not Esther. Not Esther, yeah. Yeah, I, as I say, there just wasn't a lot of, um, a lot that made sense for me. Um, and again, it was, oh, actually, now because we saw that Esther's sister and kids survived. Yeah. Um... And again, I don't, I don't know if that's some sort of attempt at a happy ending. I don't know. It just seemed, you know, she's gone from sectioned and what is and volunteering herself for suicide and her kids along with her, and then she's free to attend the funeral, so... Well, you don't know. I mean, we don't know. There could have been several Berlin... I mean, I suspect even if she'd been 
section to that extent, she'd still be allowed out for her sisters, just supervised. I don't know if you're that bad, actually. I don't know. But... Yeah, but I don't know. But not, not from the point of view that now you're not threatening to kill yourself anymore. It may just be, you know, the whole thing with the miracle may be put down to how people reacted to that. Yeah, well, she was a bit loopy beforehand, though, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. So it's just seems to be a lot of things conveniently forgotten. Um, and obviously it's setting it up for a, another series if it if it goes that far. Um, yeah. Obviously because you've got like the, the the families or the, that representative of the families when he's speaking to Jilly at the end saying this yeah. is, we know we've got plan B. Are you in? And um, Although to be honest, if they did do a new series, it'd be good if they just went and did something totally different again. Yeah, just forget about the whole uh, uh, the whole families yeah. thing. I think yeah. what people wanted well, at least was uh, I was gonna say what people wanted was aliens. I think yeah. that's what people were expecting. I think that's actually end. been the biggest thing with this, isn't it? Is that there just hasn't been the only eight. Well, there's only been two alien things. One was the in 1928 in the crate mm-hmm. that died pretty quickly. Yeah, and the blessing. Well, the, bless- well, the, well, the blessing wasn't really blessing alien, was it? Do anything in terms of. I think they were trying to say the blessing was a natural phenomenon. There, there was no, they, they don't. We don't know if it was alien or not, really, do we? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was just a load of nay, really. It, it, it was. I was. I was expecting, you know, a hell of a lot to be packed into the last hour, and I expected it to be a little bit more action packed than it was as well. Will you, will you consider what the yeah. first episode was like, which was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the fact of this was is the fact that they. The only one thing you can say is he didn't try to, as we were saying, that he just try and fit cram everything in, and just throw everything in and try and answer it all. The one thing you can say is he didn't. <laughs> no, he certainly didn't do that. I still don't know anything really more about the family. No, than we knew before. Well, there, was, there, there still seems to be one branch of the family we 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 didn't get to meet, as far as I can tell. Because obviously the guy in Buenos Aires was, was descendant of the, um, well, basically the, the the black family that was involved. Yeah. Um, I don't know which one the the, the, the woman in uh, Shanghai was involved with, but there, obviously there was the third one. So we didn't get to see their their representative, did we? No. You know, it just wasn't really. You never really got any information as to what they was doing, where, how high they went into in society. No. Uh, Apart from the fact that they were just controlling certain aspects of of like the sort of business, weren't they, to sort of yeah. mould it to their in their own image, as it were. Oh, oh getting back to the the plate stop the morphic field and whatever. Mm. And Jack's saying, "Oh, we, you know, I've got to destroy that. We've got to because we can't let any government have this." Yeah, but they're quite happy that no government's going to try and dig down to the blessing again. Well, that's it. Well, it was it's they not me- beyond? Well, they mentioned that uh, human you- endeavour. That they could no, that's right. But, they did, but then they mentioned that unit had sealed it up and were guarding it to make sure nobody got back to it again. Oh, I don't know, but then that's not. But then again, the way, the way Unit's been treated since Doctor Who came back, <laughs> I don't think they could uh, do much about anything. Um, 
Yeah, so, I, I, I'm just trying to think that there wasn't. I mean, there's only one thing that I really liked about this episode, um, and that was the end credits. The end credits. No, <laughs> it was <laughs> it got Gwen's line at the end. Uh, the sort of one, well, not at the end, but Gwen when she was fighting Jilly in the lift. Yeah. Um, and she said, "How much bloody lipstick can you wear?" Yeah. As she was hitting her in the face, I thought that was quite. Uh, that was that was good. Um, no, like I said, and I, that I, was like, it. I think the dialogue in this was good. I think you know, like I said, I did like the Oswald Dane stuff mm. at the end, and come across that you know, obviously, yeah, absolutely. And I actually quite liked the thing when he was talking to Jack and saying, you know, it's, they like you and love you, but sometimes they fear you. Mm. I've noticed that sometimes they fear you and all that. I thought that was quite good. Um, uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it's. I don't. He, he just seemed to be readily accept the fact that Jack was from the future. Well, I suspect really? if you've just seen in this state of how everything's gone. I suspect you just yeah you just think well maybe. Don't know. I don't know. It, it, it was just so many things going on in that program, and it was it was too much. For me, it was far too much. They were trying to do so many. Well, the actual, the central premise of it was good, but then you had the whole thing about the um, the blood, which doesn't make any sense at all. It really doesn't. Um, you had the whole thing. Oh, it really, except the fact that someone's come from the future. Um, there's little bits and pieces sort of picked up and tossed aside for a few episodes, and it came back to it again and sort of like, oh, do you remember this? Aren't we being clever? And it it wasn't. It was just there was a whole lot of rubbish padding all the way through it, and I'm I'm just glad it's finished. <laughs> I really am. Um, I've just found it a whole real slog to get through. Really have. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I can't say that. I just think. I think. I'd have been. It's just really you're sort of caught into the fact of it being Torchwood and a spin-off of Doctor Who, and you expect it to be a lot. Something's brilliant, mm. and I think the fact that it isn't um, is. I think that's just that's what's annoyed. Well, yeah. I, I say people in the UK, but I'm saying that there's been a lot of. Um, well, the, the press has sort of been half and half over it. Everyone's, everyone, the majority of them seem to say yes, it was a good series, but there were problems. Yeah. Um, whereas my attitude, no, it's been a, it's. It's been a bad series. It's had a lot of problems, but there's only there's but there has been the odd sort of flashes of of brilliance, but it's not enough to sustain a ten week story. No, yeah, I, I think that's that's my only com- complaint about it. Is there was probably wasn't enough to sustain a ten week story. No, um, definitely not. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I I wouldn't at some point be a miss to watch it again. Oh you no, are... no, I won't. <laughs> you just won't. No, no, I just won't. <laughs> so I think there we're going to differ, aren't we? I think we are. That's that's uh, a healthy thing as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, the the one thing that you sort of worry about is that if this gets a bad reaction, then obviously because the BBC then had it as a major program as part of their schedules. Mm. Are they then going to start looking at this and saying, "Well, sci-fi doesn't really work," and whatever? The, the whole thing about sci-fi, I think, more than any other genre of program, is that it actually divides people. 
Oh, completely. 100%, uh, yeah. Even amongst those that actually, and particularly amongst those that like sci-fi, you're going to have that problem. Well, I, I think we're, we're, you could probably say... As we're that proving here. We are. Well, I think sci-fi... Um, I, I, to a certain extent, it's more fantasy. Fans of sci-fi and fantasy, this is, it's a pretty broad church, but it is very, very... It's got its own factions, obviously, yeah. because you've got people who like Doctor Who, um, but they will hate things like Star Trek, and you've got your Star Wars fans... Who hate will hate Doctor Who, and you've got Star Trek fans who hate Star Wars and Doctor Who, and or you get some people who like everything to do with sci-fi. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a very sort of strange um, and varied fan base. Sci-fi, it really has very very strange and varied. Um, yeah. Whereas you don't probably get that sort of um, split. I don't think when say cop shows and whatever. Well, if you take it down to, I mean, when people say like fans of sci-fi, they always think of like you know geeks and nerds. Well, if you go talk of geeks and, and nerds, you might as well go back to the the original sort of pastime for geeks and nerds. And that was train spotting. Yeah. Um, and they and they and, <laughs> and now you've totally alienated any audience we had. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Well, all the train spotters out there. Big hello to all you train spotters out there. No, it's it's just, no, it's just the fact that they don't. Um, sort of argue to the extent in, in sort of internally, like sci-fi fans will. No, you know they, they all sort of they all sort of oh yeah my favourite train is this, but they won't slag off someone else for liking another train. Now I'm not I'm not one to slag off someone if, if someone likes Torchwood, this you know this particular series, then fine they've enjoyed it. You know they've got something out of it, and that, that's you know good for them, but. I, all I've got out of it is is disappointment and anger, bitterness, bile, and <laughs> and I never want I never want to see it again. Like every relationship I've had. <laughs> but that's the thing. But I've often found that I mean, getting in, you look you have to look at like forums and and stuff like that. You see how um, sci-fi fans can turn on each other. And I don't know how we yeah. started talking about this from from torch we've gone to sci-fi fans ripping each other's throats out, but. But as you say, I think something like Torchwood, this this has divided um, sort of Torchwood and Doctor Who fans, I think. Yeah. It's because I'm I'm definitely in the camp of I couldn't stand this series, um, whereas you you're, you're more on the other side, aren't you? You enjoyed it. Yeah, for, I mean, for, yeah. for all its faults, you enjoyed it. Yeah, I did actually. It was something. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite happy if there's another series. Whereas I think you just wouldn't be. You wouldn't be watching. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. Um, I don't know. It, it sort of depends with what they, what they do with it, really. Um, and I sort of get a bit, um, sort of fed up with with the with the hype that goes along with these sort of pranks. So I must admit, I was really, really, really looking forward to this series starting. And I was sort of angry that the, the, the North America was seeing it before us and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's the thing, and you do tend to get caught up in these things because you read sort of... Because Russell T. Davis, he's just like the master of... Um, like the press, really, isn't he? If he's, yeah. got, if he's got something to sell, he's like the, he's like the P.T. Barnum of the sci-fi world. He, you know, he's, he, he will sell it. Um, and I think that's the... 
that's the problem. I think that was also the problem with, with his tenure on Doctor Who as well. He was very, very good at selling it. Oh, we've got this fantastic idea, and it's going to be brilliant, and everyone's brilliant and fantastic. And and then when you sort of watch it, you sort of left a little bit underwhelmed. And I think I've yeah. got I think I've got wise to that now. To to be fair, and I think now is is the. I mean, Stephen Moffat has to do the same thing with Doctor Who as well. He he's always said this is going to be brilliant. This is wonderful, and it's the best thing ever written. It's the best thing this director's ever done. Best of Matt Smith's ever been, blah blah blah, and then scariest, scariest. You laugh, you cry, you'll, yeah, you know, uh, and all that. Yeah. Um, and you do come away sometimes feeling a little bit, un- as I say, underwhelmed, or 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 it just makes you. And I know some people do get quite angry with it, the fact that, he's, that they're constantly being told that you will laugh, you will cry, you will be scared. This is brilliant, you know, and yeah. So of course people fall for it, and then afterwards, well, actually, no, I, I did enjoy that. I wasn't scared. Um, I didn't laugh. I didn't cry. Um, and they're all quite being disappointed. Was really they should just ignore all of that and make make their yeah. own minds up. But well, no, we went through this last but, week. To but also, I think anyway, Torchwood, but... as, we, as we said at the beginning, this Torchwood series had the Children of Earth series hanging over it. It did, yeah. Uh, it was like a millstone around its neck, really. Which it was never going to replicate, and very few programmes are ever going to replicate, actually, no. I think. No, I don't. I, In terms of, of that. It, if this if this hadn't been Torchwood, if this had just been a sci-fi programme, mm. I think I'd have still enjoyed it, and perhaps might even have enjoyed it more, without knowing the characters and... Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think you're right. Actually, I think I, the expectation that came with it was just too great for it. To yeah, sustain and that. Yeah, I think as you say, there's the expectation of um, it coming after Children of Earth. Uh, you've also got the fact that Gwen and Jack um, have got sort of like a previous history. You know the yeah. characters, um, and then to see a character like Jack. To be quite muted for the entire ten episodes. Yeah. Actually, no. Let me. No, I'll, I'll put that right. He's been muted for eight out of the ten episodes. In the first episode, yeah. it was it was Jack, yeah. um, and then the the flashback to nineteen twenty eight, it was Jack. You know, yeah. it, it was his character again. Um, but for the remainder, he did nothing. He, he I say, he spent all, most of the time on the sidelines. Um. And I think for me, that's that is what has really um, ruined it. Because the character of Captain Jack Harkness is is a fantastic character, and yeah. I just think it's been squandered in this series. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean on that. Uh, and other than the the playing with the mortally mortal bit mm. that that only you could do with him, yeah, it could have been any other character. It didn't yeah. mean to be him. No, not uh, particularly. But I don't know what else really to say. I don't, I don't, no, I don't. We're I, I, never, ever going to agree on this. No, never. Um, and and I, I dare say there'll be people listening to this who are not going to agree with me either. Um, no. You know. And quite right. Quite right. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, quite, <laughs> no, that's true. Quite rightly so. Because if everybody agreed with me or just agreed with you, it, it, the world would be a boring place. You know, Um Everyone's entitled to their opinions. Just the just the fact that we choose to wear ours publicly. <laughs> well, as publicly as we can, as we can, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, mean, that, I don't know. I don't know if that's actually a good a sign of a good program that can divide opinions to a certain extent. Um, I mean, I better know. than a program that just drifts along in nothingness, really. Well, that's how I thought this series was. It just sort of drifted about, and then everything happened in the last episode. You you had some um, physical protagonists. Um, sorry, antagonists at the end because um, there was no one there there was no one for them to fight there's just these invisible people and all of a sudden in the last episode you've got them there and they're facing them down um, and then it's over yeah I always get protagonist I did this last time I got protagonists and antagonists mixed up um, yeah that's, that's what I mean it was all it, it was too much um, in the last episode, for me anyway. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I, as we said, I think yeah, five episodes of this would have been probably a good story. Yeah, I think, and so. wouldn't have left you feeling that you'd wasted. Well, I think really, if they if they'd have kept five down to, hours of your life, yeah, on the other five episodes. yeah. Um, I think if they'd have kept it to five episodes, and if they wanted to keep the family, they could have ended it like that with the family still intact as it were um and then just had I, I don't think i would have minded it if they had gone back to the families at a later date yeah yeah there, there just wasn't a, a um for me anyway there wasn't a sense of urgency in all 10 episodes no no and i, I think yeah the, the the one of that was really the two months later start of episode nine wasn't it yeah which gets episode nine before you get and you get a two months later is a bit yeah i think that's unforgivable really i really do but well i think but i think really i'm all torch torchwood it torchwooded out that's all i can say yeah i really am until the next until <laughs> no. the next <laughs> no, just, no, no, no i mean we'll probably end up i suspect from that there it's going to be now be a question of whether stars see it as a viable option to do another mm, yeah. series. Um, it's obviously been written to be continued on. Well, I think stars would like to... Well, I think they would like to carry on, but I, I think that they're just putting the ball in Russell Davis's court. Yeah. I mean, I just think there's also a monetary, are they getting value for money out of this that they could get out of something else? Yeah, that's it. I mean, which is why the BBC were quite happy for it to be done by somebody else, wasn't I it? I think so, yeah. Because that was their feelings as well. Um, so we'll wait and see on that. And how yes. you'd write two immortal people into a story is a bit... Mm, yeah. ...future. And they can't now just sort of get rid of Rex, really, can they? No, not really. But actually, the only thing I'm going to... I just want to finish on this particular bit. The whole thing ended with basically everyone quoting the Tenth Doctor. Yeah. Because you had um, the bit when Gwen was going to shoot Jack, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And then right at the very end, you had everyone go, what, what, what? Yeah. So um, whether that was intentional or not, I don't know. I'll just put it down to the fact Rusty does run out of ideas. 
No, it's probably it probably <laughs> was intentional. It probably yeah, was it probably intentional. was. Yeah, just another another little nod to the past. Yeah. What has been interesting, actually, in this series is they have openly mentioned the Doctor. Yes. Yeah, that is true. That's true. For an audience yeah. that may not have watched Doctor Who to that extent, you know? Especially in the States. Yeah. Yeah. There hasn't been a complete break, which is how you thought this would go. Is that it'd actually be just Torchwood would be an entity in itself and no yeah, mention back. But we've had two or three, haven't we? We, we uh, yeah, exactly. Because you had the whole thing with the the Angelo flashback and 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 tonight as well. I say tonight, Thursday night. Um, I used to say tonight. I watched it again earlier. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there were plenty of uh, callbacks to its its mother show. Yeah. For, for want of a better description. As I say, that's a. I don't, I don't, I don't, that's that's a good thing to keep mentioning the superior show in this tripe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! You say I haven't uh, softened, have I? I haven't mellowed. No. <laughs> no. no I, I I think we're. Uh, I'm not going to try and. No. <laughs> talk you round. No. One. No. So, never. Never. Uh, okay. We're probably going to end it. End this here, then. Really, I think, we're, I think we are. I think we are. We're just going around in circles. Exactly. We're, we've been chatting for three quarters of an hour on this. Believe it or not. <laughs> well, near as damn it, anyway. Um, and we've both exactly got the same view as when we started. Oh yes, we have indeed. We have indeed. Oh crikey. Okay. Well, should, should we leave that there? Yeah. Should we leave that there? Right. So that was the end of Torchwood, and so from now we can concentrate solely on Doctor Who. Yes, and you can cheer a bit. Yes, indeed. I'm going to sort of be a bit more cheerful in the future. Hopefully, anyway, because uh, James Corden's in next week's episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking the bunting down yet. Not just yet. <laughs> okay, well, as I said, James Corden is in next week's episode, and that's when we will be back. We'll be back next week with our review of Closing Time. Um, which I sort of uh, can't believe it's only sort of Two episodes left. Yes. Really can't. Really can't believe it. So, so with that, with that, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. leave any feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website, which is www.whos-he.co.uk, or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast.